0: Hi, welcome to another episode of the Autism Everyday Podcast. We are your hosts, Swati and Geeta. Welcome back. So in today's episode, we have something really super exciting lined up for you guys. We have Shivram with us and he is the
1: brother of Varun, um, a charming young man uh, with um, autism. Uh, someone we've known for a long time. And um, so uh, if you go back to the episode we did last week, we did speak to a mother of two children, one typically developing and one with autism. And we had this little discussion about how a parent can uh, effectively, you know, engage and bring up two children, both with uh, different needs. And does the typically developing child, feel a little neglected or has has there been troubles or how do you make the two siblings, you know, not feel, you know, bad or neglected or just feel kindly towards each other. So that was a pa- perspective of a parent. But um, to take this discussion further, uh, we decided to talk to um, this young man, um, Shivram. Uh, he is the older brother of Varun. And so we you know wanted to get a sense of what it has been like for him uh, to be the sibling of a person with autism. So welcome Shivram. Hi. Hi. Hi Shivram.
2: Hi Swati. Hi Vita. Yeah.
1: Thank you for joining in and uh, thank you for accepting to do this. Uh, we're very grateful to you for that. Um, so... Uh, Are you good to get started with some of the questions that we have lined up for you?
2: Yeah, yeah, sure thing, yeah.
1: Okay, so if you, I know you are just about one year older than Varun. And uh, at what age did you realize or, you know, think in your head that there is something different about Varun?
2: Well, uh, I would uh, go back to my second standard or third standard you know where uh, I, I didn't know anything in there was only anything inherent at home but what right. used to happen was during my any uh, first few days of my academic calendar at school that time my class teacher would tell uh, all of us must introduce ourselves and our family Like mm-hmm. right? so uh, every all my classmates used to say i have a younger brother who was studying in class one or an elder sister who was studying in class four and yeah. I was the only one who was saying, you know, my brother is not studying anywhere. He's like, you know, going to a special special uh, uh, school. So then, what I would do is, we were in a class of thirty, and there were mm. three sections. So I used mm. to go to other two sections and ask them about their siblings. They also would say the same thing. Oh, they mm. they have a normal brother, so a normal mm. sister. Mm. So that is that was the first time I had a sense of in acceptance yes, on accepting the fact then i would go back to my mom and i would say what is happening why is it that only i am it's only me mm. why me why not others mm, and mm, then mm. she also had no answer to the question i mean uh, i mean that was where it started i would say second standard third standard and then yes. you know as year as years went by right again uh, i would see uh, my classmates with their siblings meeting at the school or during any family or teachers' day or any spe- special occasions, their siblings would come. But my case was different. I mean, in my case, uh, in, he didn't have any behavioral issues per se at that time. It was mm. normal. But again, there was a sense of hesitancy and all that. So I, I think that is where uh, I got to know he is different. Maybe in class two, class three, in the early right. stages of my schooling, only I got to know
1: it. Right. And how did you? Um- Feel about it, and how did you, you know, wrap your head around what could be different or what could be wrong?
2: I think uh, I couldn't do anything about it. I mean, I had to just uh, <laughs> accept it. I mean, I think that's very important. I mean, acceptance is something which is important. Sometimes I accept, sometimes I don't feel like accepting it, but I don't have a choice. I have to accept it. Right. So, but I think as uh, you know years passed by right as we both became older together and all then at, at some point of time he he started having you know behavioral issues or and mm. that caused and that, that caused some rift within the family but but again yes i mean there were challenges mm. and uh i just had i I even thought a lot of times why is he like this why am i chosen like this and all mm. that you know mm, mm. and uh my parents would talk about previous karma and also, I, I really don't, uh, <laughs> I really didn't think about all the previous karma right. and all that. Right. But right. Uh, I think as years went by, it was challenging, but later right? I have accepted it. I mean, so, yeah, yeah, that's what I can say.
1: Yeah, I know so, so many times, I guess as families, there are always justifications, right? I mean, hmm. and the easiest thing that You know, we like to pin it down on is karma or the past uh, things that we did or didn't do. And we do, I think as families, we do need to find justification for why some things are happening the way they are. And it is very hard for the family. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So did you understand at what point did you kind of figure out something about autism or understand how it impacts your brother and... Some of explain some of the things that he's doing or
2: not doing: uh, Well, uh, first thing is visual com- I mean communication, right? There's a very big mm, communication mm, gap, mm, right? Mm. So uh, if I want to have dinner or breakfast or if I have to whine about something, I can easily communicate, but he will not be able to communicate. right? And that is uh, the first point. Uh, I think uh, the second point is about behavior. So, uh, we know how to draw a limit. I mean, you know, for example, when we are outside, how to behave. When we are inside, how to behave. But that is something which uh, initially, Varun was struggling. But I think now there has been improvement over the years. But initially, there was a lot of struggle with that. And then, third, I think, emotional stability. So, Mm. uh, you know, whenever uh, I get angry or, you know, I feel sad, I just talk it out. But for Varun, he had, he sometimes shows it through physical, I mean, he, he breaks things or, mm-hmm. you know, he sh- shouts on top of his voice. So, those were right. some of the uh, places where, you know, I could see a stark difference between uh, me and him. Right. And, uh... I guess that's where, you know, it, I really got, knew that he's someone different, not hmm. uh, unlike the other people. So,
1: right. Yeah. And, and that's how you kind of wrapped your head around uh, understanding what autism uh, is and how it manifests in a person.
2: I mean, autism is di- there are different spectrums of autism, I guess. Mm. Right. So uh, I have even been that time. I had even gone to Varun's school and met his classmates also. So there mm. were some people who were like very very yeah. quiet, right. And there are some people mm-hmm. who were on the other extreme who were very aggressive and violent. I think I think I would uh, mark Varun at the center or something of violence, not at the extreme and at both the extremes. But uh, yeah, I guess that's how I wrapped up wrapped my head around it that okay maybe this is how autism is it can be in both the ranges but mine is my brother is somewhere at the center so right
1: right and and growing up did you did it leave an impact on you know how you as a family uh, did certain things or how you as a family could not do certain things you mentioned you know, that families used to come to school for certain occasions, right? And um, that probably did not happen in your case. So, were there any, you know, other social instances where um, Varun's presence or the fact that Varun had autism brought about a different, you know, kind of made your family not be able to do certain things?
2: Uh, Well, I would say going to theatre was one thing. I mean, no. Whenever we used, I still remember, you know, twice or thrice we went to a theater, and then you know, again he started shouting, and you know, people were staring at us, and my dad had to take him out, and he had to miss half the movie. So uh, theater was uh, one thing, and then second was hotel. But now I think he's able to control himself at the hotel now. Mm. But uh, Mm -hmm. initially, and all uh, hotels also seemed to be challenging, Mm -hmm. and then. Mm a uh, third one I would say was any no we- weddings, right? If any uh, mm. family functions mm. are all there, right? So that time, uh, what we would prefer to do is like we will like have one of either my mom or my dad taking care of Varun the room, and then you know another parent will come with me and we'll go to the right. We'll go there, or sometimes we'll we'll drag him also along. But just right. in case something happens, one of either my mom and dad has to, you know, step aside and you know, give a, a, an undivided attention to him at that point of time. Right. So, right. I guess that is where uh, there was, there were some, you know, I would say instances where these situations are raised. So, right.
1: Yeah. Where you couldn't do things like other families might have been able <clears throat> to do certain
2: things. Correct. Correct. Right.
1: right. And did you at any point feel like your parents are giving, you know, too much attention to him and not enough attention to you? I mean, not to blame them, but, you know, every time there are instances when children, even with two typically developing siblings, jealousy is so likely, right? Some people are accused of giving too much attention to the younger one or too much attention to the older one. And in a case like this, it's probably all the you know more likely to happen because uh, Varun might have needed extra attention. So growing up, did you at any point feel like, oh, my parents are not giving me enough time or I wish they would spend some more time with me? Was that something you felt at any point of time?
2: Well, uh, I never felt something like that. You know? I oh, mean, that's... Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. So... Uh... I feel whenever I needed my parents, right, so whenever I had to whine about something or share something, right, they would always, you know, be there.
0: And yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree with
2: one thing. And Varun, you know, had these behavioral issues and all. They had to give him more attention to him. That is mm. true. But mm. definitely at times when I needed them, they were there with me. Right?
1: That's something. That's really fantastic.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, they would just give me time and, uh, you know, support. So, I never felt, you know, that, you know, they were giving more attention to him less than me. For me, it's like when I need mm. them, they were there. And
0: yeah. they were
2: vice versa I was also there, right? So, as long as that is there, so I'm not someone who expects them to be a, 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 with me continuously. Just, I also need my personal space at times mm. and Absolutely. all that. It's Yeah, so, when this was happening, so I, I was like very... I'm as happy with it. I never felt something like, you know, they were giving undivided attention to him than me. I never felt such instances.
1: That's, so, that's yeah. nice. That's very, very gratifying to hear because mm. like I said, in mm. any family, this is one of the grouses and it doesn't even have to be one sibling with um, with autism. autism or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, that's that's really nice. And um, so, when when you think of the... Future, right? Mm. um What thoughts come to you? What What do you think you want for Varun uh, and for yourself? Because as time goes, you both are going to be here. And mm. how do you see that panning out? What do you want Varun to be doing?
2: See, for once, I will want him to be engaged doing something. Mm. Right. I don't want him to, you know... I sometimes feel he is... Even now also, at times he gets restless at home. You mm. know, and uh, he has to keep himself engaged. That is mm. a very important thing. And uh, and he should have very good channels to, you know, maybe show vent off his bent off his emotions or his frustration. And mm. uh, maybe as of now, work is the... I mean, at home is the best place for him to do all that. Right. But... Uh, Maybe it might change in the future. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, now we four are staying together. right? i my parents mm-hmm. and my brother. Right. So once I'm sure uh, a few years later, when marriage now comes into my life. So that time, uh, right. things might th- things might change. So I haven't given it much of a thought as of now. But definitely if you said what mm-hmm. I would, uh, the vision is an ecosystem where, you know, he is uh, engaged He's living near near the family, if not in the same mm. house, at least near the family, mm-hmm. uh, living uh, in an ecosystem where, you know, he is completely engaged with uh, the help of a caretaker or with yeah. any, you know, some special uh, accommodation where they take care of children like these. Right. So if there's an ecosystem like that and also nearby to my family, I think mm. that's the best uh, possible setup I can ever think of. So that's yeah. why I've been planning.
1: Right. So for Warren to be engaged in doing something productive, um, and for you to be able to uh, possibly keep an eye on him.
2: Not productive, I, I mean you uh, should keep must keep himself engaged doing something. I need to be productive absolutely. also. <laughs> yeah. I
1: agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. So have you at any time, you know, felt that oh, I wish I had a typical brother. I mean, I wish I had company. I mean, the things brothers do together and you guys, there isn't really a lot of age difference between you. You practically grew up together.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I think of it every day. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but I would say one. I like to make a few, like to say a few things regarding that. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, uh, I even though I think about all that, right? That why is it that I don't have a brother now. But I think at certain places at my life, be it my professional mm-hmm. journey or my personal journey, I sometimes feel that Warren was the best thing that happened because I still remember like a couple of years back. Uh, I had this interview call from uh, a management institute where I wanted okay. to do my MBA, right? So okay. I had prepared. I had prepared everything for this interview, and then right. you know, and in the interview interview panel asked me this question: that is, tell me something not there on your resume. So then I spoke about Warren okay. in interview. I spoke about Warren okay. and you know how uh, how he developed me as a person, how he made me as a patient person because of his behavioral issues, <laughs> and uh, you know. So, to cut the long story short, I got the admission in the same <laughs> MBA, MBA school. And now I, I am working also as a because as a result of my admission, MBA admission. Right. right. So, these are some things uh, I think a normal brother couldn't have given So, it's a it god to an autistic brother. But, uh, and similarly, when it comes to handling work, like, right, again, patience is something which Varun has taught me here. I mean, right. Um, I right. had to handle someone like him, I need a mm. lot of patience, lot of, you know, if I'm not patient, again, house will become topsy-turvy at home. Right. So, uh, that time again, this patient is something where I leveraged my work also because I had to handle colleagues or to mm. handle subordinates that time I had right. to be patient. So, when I look at these specific instances, uh, Varun was definitely, you know, a learning curve, but Definitely. I mean, if I've if given a choice, I would every day, any day, I prefer a normal person compared to a autistic brother. Yeah. But yeah, obviously. I mean, I think it's all about accepting and how you take things forward. So yeah. Right. So I so.
1: Right. That's that's um that's really nice. I mean, the fact that there are some positive learnings. Hmm from him as well right life teaches us all the time but to be able to take those lessons and use them in every aspect of your life Um, and i think that's that's pretty much what parents also learn and get used to doing yeah Um, though when you look from the outside it's it's very hard but after a while it is your brother or your sister or your son or your daughter and that's that's what matters So, is there anything else that you would want to tell um our listeners, yeah, us listeners, other siblings um a message for other siblings maybe
2: Well, uh, I would say for other siblings, right, I know how difficult it is. I mean it is it's something which you will not want to be in, but I would say take the positives out of it. I mean, as I discussed previously, right, I mean my career journey itself was due to one one of my big reasons, right? right? So it's about how you see things and how mm. you take things uh, forward. So mm. uh, I would just say ac- acceptance is a very big thing you will learn if you have okay. a brother like this, and you know how you have to be and as a person how you how you evolve as time goes by. So accept the person who he is, right, and. Uh, I learn, look at the positive side also instead of only looking at the negative side instead of only comparing, look at the positive sides also. I'm right. sure life will be colorful as you know, years go by. So, yeah. yeah, oh, so that's diversity.
0: beautifully shared. Beautifully shared. Thank you so much, Shivram. Uh, I think it takes a lot of um, bravery, acceptance, and, courage. Yes, yeah, yes, to actually voice this out, and I'm sure your words are going to be very helpful. Not just for siblings of children with autism, but also for parents, because very often we find that their um, tone, yeah. between you know, uh, giving their best to their child with autism and then worrying about the neurotypical siblings. So, I think your message was really beautiful and something that will help yeah. everybody.
1: And your parents have obviously found a great balance, yeah, that's so heartwarming.
0: Yes, yes, I <laughs>
1: don't know.
0: So, thank thank you so much once again for being on our uh, podcast, and um, for all our listeners. I hope this episode really, you know, opens your eyes and gives you that, yeah, that that feel
1: good factor, and the fact that
0: it is possible. Yes, it was. Right? I was going for that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that it is possible, possible, and it is a journey. And and as Shivnam Raki said, it all begins with acceptance. Yes. So with that, we wrap up today's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Shivram, for being here. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much.
0: Take care. Be well.